go. It's episode 28 of Bet Parks Presents, the Aji's podcast with Harry Mays, myself, Jason Martinez. What is going on, huh? Absolutely nothing is what's going on, Jason. It's that time of year, man. It's that time when I used to absolutely loathe doing sports radio. In fact, I once suggested uh, to my program director's dismay and kept re- reintroducing this year after year after year when the cl- when the calendar turned to July that the entire industry should go dark for three weeks. In other words, you know, everybody takes their vacations. Uh, they shut down, run best ofs, you know, uh, do, you know, whatever kind of replays you want to do. If you have play by play, you do that, obviously, of baseball and whatnot. But the, basically the shows, you know, from the day parts and into the into the nighttime, I mean, you can do post game shows if you have a baseball contract, whatever. But the regular talk shows take three weeks off and everybody do it. So there's no advantage to anybody and everybody just sort of re- recharge themselves for football, which is now, you know, as we, uh, you know, we'll talk about it, 25, 26 week odyssey that begins essentially this week. You know, teams are reporting to camp as we, as we speak. And, you know, and so it begins because there's nothing that goes on. And I love golf. Don't get me wrong. The open championship is great, but outside of that, there's nothing. No, it's, it's, it's the worst sports time of the year. Yeah. The reliance on baseball, they go on the all-star break, the whole thing. And right. you just you're left with you're left with the big and right. empty big. Right. You're left with Woj, hopefully kind of ma- half making something up about Kevin Durant possibly going to the Celtics, you know, to feed, you know, to feed the ESPN day TV shows for a couple of days until they can start showing live you know, football from camps. That's it. So, so how was it met by the program director when you made that suggestion? Not once, not twice, but repeatedly. Well, I'd, I'd remember, say it. Well, I got the wrong guy. I did it on the air too. I mean, I would go to the air with this stuff. <laughs> yes. And oh, oh, he he hated it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it was like why is that a stuff. talking point? I mean, you're I, just telling me to tune out. You're, you're telling me you got nothing. Yeah, I am. Because <laughs> there is nothing. There is nothing. I know. know? I, I don't even think they should run best of her. I think they should just flip it to like Yacht Rock. Oh, and I like play that. Seals and Croft. <laughs> Summer, Summer Breeze. breeze. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Summer Breeze makes me feel fine. Just Rolling on repeat. Through the jasmine in my mind. I, I think you just got to pick one song and you're going to repeat it for three weeks back to back <laughs> hey. to back. It works at the holiday time. They start they play the same six holiday songs, and yep. people listen to that crap. You're the Bing Crosby, right? <laughs> Wait, I can see you got run them. over by a freaking reindeer. <laughs> but I could see like for the month leading up to it, Anthony could be like, "What's the song we should repeat?" Right? <laughs> play the, the gladiator theme <laughs> from Hans Zimmer. The Revenant. Remember, yes. remember when he played the Revenant for Carson? Play the song. Oh, stop with the fucking song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, he, t- he had that Prodigy song, I think, for Ben Simmons, didn't he? Yeah, Firestarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Unbelievable. great. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, he was coming up with songs for everybody. I know. Was, I was like, I what know. are you He doing? even had one for that Dario Sharich guy. Remember him? Yeah, it was the guy that did the Scarface thing uh, song. Who who was the guy? Um Oh, I don't know. It was some kind of club song like you'd hear in like Eastern Europe or something. In, in the 80s, form. though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was like <laughs> Benito something. I forget the name of it. One step to the yayo. 
with <laughs> that from Scarface. Oh, he did that from Scarface. So, uh, yeah. speaking of uh, Pacino, though, uh, as I digress, Godfather Part Two was on last night, and I, of course, it's on Paramount Network. So there's commercials literally every five or six minutes. So they it's still on like, now, right? They'll show like a five minute scene, and then there's five minutes of commercials. Uh. So I was flipping back and forth between that and the Phillies game last night, and I happened to catch during one of the five minute commercial breaks of Godfather Two the big home run, the three run Jack. In the bottom of the eighth, or uh, for the Phillies, for Stott, it was unbelievable. Oh, nice. They win the game. Yeah, and now the Godfather, it's still running right now, Har, and he's just getting back from being overseas <laughs> 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 when when he married Apollonia. Oh yeah, <laughs> Apollonia. Was. Yeah. Um, let's tell people real quick about the sponsor. Let's tell everybody about Bet Parks because even though there's nothing going on. There's still action on Bet Park. You could bet F1 last weekend when they were at the uh, French Grand Prix at Paul Ricard. Hair was that this week? Stopping again? Did he? Yeah, win? he won again. Dude, that, how many wins? Seven. Yeah, I think he's got season? seven this year. But I the mean, guy I... was Charles Leclerc was leading the race and he crashed out on him. Johnny Leclerc's brother was leading the race. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Spelled differently, was, but I yes, he was more of a mucker. <laughs> no, no, Leclerc. <laughs> As the announcer calls him, the English guy, David Croft, he called him Shalaclair. Shalaclair. Okay. Yeah. All right. But he crashed out from the lead. Oh, um, man. And, and he had good pace. So, wow. uh, But this weekend, you have the, the race in Hungary at the Hungaro Ring. Oh, now is that in Budapest? Yeah, it's right outside Budapest. Oh, yeah. I'd love to go there, Jason. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I, I missed my window on that. Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. Budapest and Denmark, yeah. all that. Prague. Trip. Oh, the Denmark. Republic. How do you get Denmark in with Budapest? Because I want to go to, you know, I want to go like oh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam and all yeah. that. Yeah. The okay. Red light district. <laughs> <laughs> but you got that. You, you'd be betting on that. And then they have the summer break after yep. this race until Belgium. But then you still got tennis. You got stuff to get. And futures right. are. Now, That's where you, the bet's at now. Well, yeah, you can get in on your your college football and pro football futures. That's that's really good stuff. I, I, I like doing that. I haven't really you know, digested the numbers yet for that. But that's something I'm going to be doing in the month of August uh, for sure, because I get involved in both the college and the pro futures. But did, you speaking of the racing, I know you love the F1. Did you bet the NASCAR race at Pocono this past weekend by any chance? Because there was major controversy. I happen to be watching the end of that, the final 10 races or 10 laps. I put my wife through it. I said, we're going to watch this to the end. Hopefully there's not a crash and we can have like a, a good sprint to the finish here at Pocono and Denny Hamlin crossed the finish line first, but did not get the win. Why? Evidently there was something illegal with his car. He oh. and uh, I think Bush, it was a Kurt Bush. Yeah. I think they were both uh, Gibbs drivers Joey, were disqualified. Yeah. And the guy who finished third ended up winning the race. And I didn't, I didn't stick around for that. You know, I'm thinking I'm seeing, you know, Gibbs and all these you know pit crews going crazy as they do. And I'm thinking the race is over. It turns out the next day I put on ESPN's website and I see that uh, the thing was overturned. Wow. So they, their yeah. car must have had a legal arrow or something on Aerodynamics, it. Aerodynamics probably. Yeah. Yep. Something yeah. out of whack there. Yeah. Wow. So, well, a lot of controversy. Uh, you, you would have felt good cash in that bet if you had Denny Hamlin. And then you, you come to find out that, no, not so quick. Not so quick. But I, I'm going to take... Uh, Cameron Young this week to win the Detroit uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic. Cameron Young at plus eighteen hundred on parks on the parks uh, app right here. 
Wow, that's um, a big payout, Harry. I mean, well, it's not. It's decent value. There's a bunch of like him and Will Zalatoris. I think are going to have a a big battle this week. But Zalatoris is only plus fourteen hundred. Um, so I want to take a little bit more value with Cameron Young at plus eighteen hundred. Okay. Um, Do that on the Bet Parks app. Get the Bet Parks app. It's easy to use, fun to use, faster to win than ever before. Use the promo code Jason750, Jason750. That'll get you a risk free bet up to $750 for new and existing users, but terms and conditions do apply. So make sure you download the Bet Parks app today. You do need to be present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Now, coming up in just a couple of minutes, um, we're going to go to camp. And we're going to talk to our guy, Colin Thompson, mm-hmm. who's once again in camp with the Carolina Panthers. And uh, we have an announcement to make as well uh, for the podcast. And and so we're going to do that with Colin coming up in just a couple of minutes. But before we get to Colin Hare, we got to talk about the big thing that happened on Saturday night, bled into Sunday, and dare I say Monday, probably still going Tuesday, oh. with what happened at the Phillies game. The most entertaining part of the baseball season happened in the – in the clubhouse and the uh, fallout thereof, Har. My so goodness. initially it's the the interview with Jim Salisbury and Nick Castellanos. Yeah. And Anthony Sanfilippo is right there as well from Crossing Broad. Mm-hmm. And Jim asked a question and Castellanos thinks it's a dumb question. The question was just asked Did you hear the booze? Did you hear the booze? That was the question. Yeah. 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 So Castellanos has an answer, but what we initially see if we weren't in the clubhouse like we were not was in an edited version of the events. Mm-hmm. About 40 seconds that Jamie Apodi put out. And the full-length video, I think, was 2 minutes and 19 seconds. Somewhere along that. I've watched both. I have as well. And yeah. I think the context changed when you watched yeah. the full interview because there was a lot between that's a dumb question and then you need to be prepared to answer questions like that. Right. And there was seemed like fine conversation in the middle of that. Well, yeah, I mean, really, that that whole sort of the dust up, if you will, came after the session was really over. Yeah, I mean, they, they had already asked all their questions, and the and the PR person, whoever it is for the Phillies, kind of comes in there, and, and it was Rob sort of break, They're sort of breaking up, right? Yeah. But the camera kept rolling. The the six ABC camera kept rolling, and then all, all of a sudden, you know, Castellanos goes back to Salisbury. You know, that was a dumb question, and then it started. Then they, you yeah. know, and Salisbury got heated. Yeah, he like, got really he got Chesley really pissed. Got, like, like he started you gotta answer at him. Like I was yeah. I was taken aback by that a little bit. Uh, like, I, was too. I don't know what the history is between if maybe this has been building for some while. I don't know. Castellanos has not had a good year since signing the five-year $100 million contract. He's hitting like 248. He's got almost a hundred strikeouts. He's got eight home runs. That's it. Uh, you know, he hasn't performed. And yeah. the fans let him know about it. I mean, that's the way it is in this town. And he knew that, I think, coming in here. I would hope he would have known that. But, you know, it was it a dumb question? It could have been worded differently. I kind of thought it was a master of the obvious. Like, no kidding, I heard the freaking booze. What am I, yeah. deaf? Like that, you know, I thought Castellanos, he was a smug and a little bit of a wise ass, but he was just sort of standing back there. You could see he was just sort of, when is this over? I'm going to just, okay, yeah, that was a dumb question, bro. Like, yeah. Bryce Harper years ago answered a question back to a reporter like that and became legendary. That's a clown question, bro. I think was his response to someone back when he was a younger player and it became a thing like, dude, that's a clown question, bro. (laughs) 
And he was also asked about it in 2019 as a Philly, though, a month in. And he said, I, I was thinking the same thing. I would have booed me as well. Well, right. If that when he got booed. Yeah, he gets yeah. it. He has since figured it out, you know, for, for a bunch I think of years. You can but- understand, like, the player could be pissed off, too, at his performance. Right. It's like, right. dude, of course I heard the fucking the boos. What do you right. think? I'm an invalid? Right, right. Am I deaf? He of said something I like, it. no, I lost my hearing or something like that. Yeah. It's kind of a wise-ass answer, but... You know, I, I thought the question could have been, you know, hey, uh, did you hear the fan? You know, the fans are obviously frustrated. Uh, you know, you know, are you feeling that right now or something? Yeah, I don't know. Pressure from it? Are you adding pressure to you, right. yourself because you know you hear the fans are upset and right. you're not having a great year? And, and he could have answered it. I, I think in this situation, Har, I think this whole situation. First of all, it made me glad that I'm not involved in any of this bullshit <laughs> yeah. and just looking at it from the outside. But there was, I think there were, there were mistakes made around the horn. Hmm. I think the way that the, and I don't know Jim Salisbury at all. I respect him. He seems like a really calm, you know, not yeah. a hot take guy. Good He's really good. Yeah. He's really good. I, I think he just didn't ask a question in the best terms possible. I think there was relevance to what he asked, but not mm-hmm. the way he asked it. I didn't like the way that Castellanos responded, whatever. Right. You got to understand players are pissed off sometimes. But I thought I thought Salisbury was out of line the way he came at him at the very end. Yeah, because right. at that point's going off the record and just saying, "Dude, that was not a good question. You got to ask it a different way, and I'll answer you." Right, and normally I, I would think the camera shut off by now. Yeah, you know, uh, so it, it was sort of like behind the scenes footage, if you will. You know, yeah. when this whole thing started, and yeah, I was kind of surprised that you know Jim was pissed. Yeah, uh, you know, and maybe there's been some history there. I don't know, but I really respect Jim Salisbury. He's one of the really great ones that has been doing this forever. I'm yeah. not here to try to tell him how to do his job in the least, but the, the way the question came off was kind of like, yeah, no kidding. Of course, I heard the freaking booze. Yeah, like what's so, your point? Yeah, and what we don't get is the interview even before that. Right. What right. took place before that part of the right. interview? So there's a lot of context missing here. So let's go to the mm-hmm. next element of it, which is Jamie Apodi putting out her version, the edited video. Yeah. And when I watched the edited one, I was like, whoa, that's bad. Mm-hmm. But then when I, wa- I didn't even realize it was edited at right. first. And then I see the full length video and I'm like, this is far. There, there's a lot of context missing here. And listen, I'm going to say this up front right now in as clear terms as possible. I think Jamie Apodi messed up here. And I think it became a little clickbaity. And I agree with Matt Gelb in the sense that it didn't, it, it lost context. This has nothing to do with her being a female in this business. So all these females coming to her defense, she can mess up. Okay. It doesn't mean because yeah. she's a female that people are jumping on her. No, no, no. And I don't know who edited the the video. Whether she did, she, she did. Did she yeah. edit it for her Twitter feed? Or, or yeah, you know. that's what she said. I mean, she her said, putting that it. out there is her job. I mean, that was that was yeah. some video that you know came from the locker room. Whether she was there that time or not, and I don't think she was. That that really doesn't matter. I mean, it's news. It's newsworthy. She's the sports reporter for Six ABC. That's part of her job. But she so had no good content. I have no ob, ob, you know problem with it. Uh, but yeah, there was some some. Things lost in the translation, I thought, too, with the editing of the video. I mean, the whole yeah. thing, if you watch the, the entire thing, I think you come away with maybe a little bit of a different viewpoint. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it seems a lot less harsh. And you yeah. know, there's more to me that goes into Salisbury's direction than initially. And then let's go into the, the Matt Gelb part of it, because <laughs> yeah. he put her on 
epic blast. I don't know Matt at all. No, I don't, I don't know either. that I've ever met him. Yeah, I, I, I might have met him, but I don't know him. Um, you know, I follow him on Twitter, and obviously, you know, he's been covering the Phils for a while, too. And he really looks up to Jim Salisbury, as all those guys down there do. Okay, mm -hmm. you know, and it's 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 kind of a pack mentality, as you can see. You attack one of those guys or or remotely say that one might have been a little out of line here or there. They, you know, they circle the wagons. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, but him calling Jamie Apodi a disgrace on Twitter, I thought, I thought that was out of line too. Yeah. I did. I mean, I thought, seriously. I mean, th then a she disgrace? responded and he said, I'm sorry, you have zero standing here. Congrats on all the retweets. Come talk to me here at the ball. Well, bar. see, that's the that's where the whole thing comes, where you're not down there like we are. So yeah. don't uh, don't be taking shots from the outside because we're here every day. And yeah. I get that. You know, they're very it's territorial. It's territorial and they're protective of that stuff. Like they're they're grinding on this stuff. You know, while people are at the shore having a good time, not paying attention to the Phillies, they got to be down there, you know, for, for hours on end for a, a hot summer day into the night oh. getting these quotes. And it's like, you know, now you're going to come at me. Well, you're never in here. Yeah. That's why I, I very rarely you know take shots at any of these people for doing their job because I'm not there. Yeah. You know, it's and, and like I get it. Like you're down. She comes in one day and puts out this. Right. And gets all this attention and like you're down there grinding every right. day, yeah. sweating your bag off the whole thing. Yeah. And I, like, I get that part of it, but I mean, his job is a beat writer. Her job is a sports reporter or whatever it is. Anchor. anchor I don't even know yeah. what you call yeah. the gig, but so he puts out that tweet about the, her having Stero standing there. And then who jumps in, but good old Mikey miss Mikey miss from the top rope. Yes. I mean, he was like one of those guys that comes out of the dressing room and comes run like in, on WWE, down the comes running down the ramp and just slides yep. right into the into the ring, does an elbow drop and then bolts. He's yes. out. He <laughs> he slides under the bottom rope. Right. <laughs> Jumps off the turnbuckle. Right. Oh my god. He comes in and he goes, "Some folks take themselves too seriously." <laughs> yeah. sometimes his lack of awareness is just so uh, uh, like okay mike hello pot meat kettle right. jesus christ <laughs> i can hear jim ross though right now here comes mike Missanelli. oh he's in the ring boom <laughs> big yellow elbow drop and there goes mike out the other side oh unbelievable <laughs> but great. what a shit show that uh, was and kevin I kincaid's mean. laughing all the way to the bank too because this gives him content in the middle of summer when there's really not much no content right <laughs> yeah. it, it did it teed him up perfectly mm. uh but what a shit show like it, oh man to me like the whole thing in total like if you want to get your arms around the whole thing the whole thing's a bit embarrassing to the media yeah, it is. And and the Phillies and everybody involved. I, I get it. But I'll tell you, I think the whole thing started way back. Didn't Nick Castellanos buy Ben Simmons's crib over in South Jersey? Oh, did he? Yeah, I think he did. Oh. I think that's the issue. So, okay. the, so the tainted plumbing over there? Like there's something going on in that in that uh that acreage over there. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really the problem here. Is that where McNabb lived? Did, did no, Ben Simmons no, no. buy McNabb's house, which now belongs to Castellanos? No, I, I think it might be near where uh, where Terrell Owens did the sit-ups in the driveway. But I that's across the street from McNabb. I, yeah. It was it really? Like two houses down, and yeah, oh I was God. in the driveway. Hacker. This whole neighborhood, man. I don't know. If I, if I'm an athlete, man. I'm staying clear of that.
Yeah, you need you need to take the wrecking ball to that neighborhood. Jeez, there's nice houses too, man. Oh, dude, I mean, it's a high rent house district. Was a monster. Yeah, I remember yeah. being over there in the driveway and through Rosen House coming Wasn't out. Wasn't that a shit show? I mean, you oh think about God. of all the shit shows that we've had in this town. Well, you know when when times are lean, like the the Allen Iverson poon poon pants thing. Remember yep. that that whole yep. thing? I mean, you know, and, and him, you know, throwing Tawana out of the house or whatever. And I, I mean. I kind of miss those days. Yeah. There's always drama in this goddamn market. And a lot of people will say, hey, it's the media just drumming it up, blah, blah, blah. No, there's a lot of drama that happens that they report on. Yeah. And this one, this this is a weird one as well, uh, to add to the annals of strange sports media behavior in Philadelphia. Yeah. It needs to to be like a, a reality show. That way everybody gets even more heightened and sensitive. Right. A 10,500-square-foot mansion in Morristown, New Jersey, has sold for $4.55 million after being listed last year for $5 million. Uh, was initially purchased by Ben Simmons in 2019 when it was brand new. He paid $2.275 uh, for it and was purchased by one Nick Castellanos, just signing a five-year, $100 million contract with the Philadelphia Phillies. Wow. So there you go. That place needs to be condemned. Condemn that property. <laughs> Stick the yellow sticker on the front door or the orange sticker, the paper sticker. Um, all yeah, right, let's get... It's gigantic let's, place, man. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. 10,000 square Looks feet. like a country club. <laughs> That's ridiculous. What are you yeah. going to do with all that? I don't know. Besides heat like, it and air conditioning. Like, why do you need all the bathrooms? That's the one thing I always wonder about those big houses. Because they'll they'll have like five bedrooms, right? Yeah. But then and they've got baths. like 10 bathrooms. Yeah. Like, what, what do you, you shower in somewhere right. different every time? Yeah. I mean, what is, what is going on? How many powder rooms do you need? Right. <laughs> Even me, who pisses every 48 seconds, doesn't uh-huh. need that many baths. That's, that's true. Now, see, that is a that is a very true statement. You could get by on a two and a half bath abode, even that's with right. your issue. Right. That's that's exactly right, Har. Right. Um, all right. Let's get to uh, Colin Thompson. We had a chance to catch up with him yesterday before training camp. So here's Harry and I's conversation with Colin Thompson of the Carolina Panthers, and now not for long media. All right, Harry, let's get to our feature guest here in this episode of the Aji's podcast. He is uh, headed for training camp yeah. and a world of hell for the next 25 <laughs> weeks. The pride of Temple University, Carolina Panther, tight end Colin Thompson. What's going on, Kyle? Wow. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm honored to be on Aji's and uh, nothing much. Like I said, I'm down here in Carolina. We talked off air. Just getting ready to go, man. Lots of yep. fun, lots of drama uh, in the NFL, which gives us all our drama and that we need for the Twitter sphere, like we talked about. So, lots of discuss, lots going on, and uh, yeah, lots of fun. Yeah, we got to add Archbishop Wood to that too, uh, Jason. Whoa, we cannot right. let out, uh, leave out the wood. Never okay. leave out the, never leave that out. Definitely. And of course, there was a stop at Gainesville for a couple of years too, right? It was a hell of a stop. Yeah, yeah, good stop there. Two years, a hard stop, a hard stop. Broke both <laughs> my feet. Met my wife, right, and all our friends. And yeah, now we all live kind of in the same area in Annapolis, Maryland. I moved to Annapolis, so oh wow, yeah, yeah. So live two hundred yards from the stadium there. I know you've been there, Har. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. yeah, so 
Good time. Well, now, what, what is this like, this time period, this, this last week or two that you had, knowing that training camp is coming and, you know, like Jason said, for the next 25 weeks, basically, your life is football. But what is the what do you do the final maybe 10 days to two weeks prior to camp? Mine's definitely a little unique than others. As you guys know, owning a operating a media company uh, and trying to get that launched, right, when it comes to just what I do off the field uh and prepare for the season because i'm not going to have the time i have in the off season to do it that's a hurdle so from the media side i've done probably 10 10 interviews to lo- backlog everything we're getting prepared to have you know two of our people not for long media come down and cover training camp so we're going through the logistics of that they're going to cover two two to three days they're going to do interviews with players we're going to do a lot of fun stuff and then you know acquiring different podcasts which we'll get into and then on the player side, you know, it's full bore for me. Really. It's like July 4th. I'm done. I like have my last sip of beer at July 4th at like, eh, whatever, 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. And I kind of <laughs> pour a little out at the end and say, all right, that's it. And, uh, from that point on, I'm like, it's clean as eating as I can, you know, as much water as I can get in me, uh, really try to clean it out and like get really ready to go. Uh, but the next, like, if you narrow it down to what it's been like the last couple of days, we had a, we had kind of a, not a player's retreat, but a, you know, tight ends, receivers, running backs, quarterbacks. We ran routes. You know, we had like a two days in a row there running routes and hanging at Christian McCaffrey's house up here at Lake Norman. Um, just kind of hanging out, getting out on the boat, getting around the guys, getting back into it. It's been nice. I usually don't come down. I usually roll right in like the day of training camp or the day mm-hmm. before and go. But being down here four or five days in advance has been great. Getting a lot of body work done. Not a fun massage by any means, but a couple massages where they're really manipulating the body, chiropractic yeah. work, swimming, sauna, just getting my body ready to go for what's about. So to not happen. a Deshaun Watson kind of massage, right? No, no, yeah. not that I know what those are. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, uh, or any accusations of whatever that may be. Alleged. Alleged. Yeah, but that that has come to, to the Carolina Panthers doorstep. Because Baker Mayfield right. is now there as a result. You know, the funny thing is that you and I were on the phone, Colin, uh, like we were uh, 10 days ago. And all of a sudden his phone is like, oh, yeah, that it went down. Well, you were went not- down. What Baker? He goes, we just acquired Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I'm like, my phone's blowing up. And Jack in the back, our Jack in the back here, not for mm-hmm. long media. He's the one who breaks everything for me. Any Sixers trade, anything that happens, he's like, hey, do you see that? Like any Panthers, anything, any he's NFL, on it. He's on it. Like that. He must get right. an alert. He must have alerted from like Woj and Shefty and like all the guys. So Jack's broke like half the news to us. But that's how the season's gonna go, guys. We talked about 25 year, 25 weeks of just chaos. There's gonna be trades. There's gonna be players that are getting cut that shouldn't be, right? To the public. There's gonna be drama. There's Injuries. gonna be players yeah. suspended. There's gonna be right. It's 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 just entertainment. It's fun. It's fun for me to be a part of. I I was saying telling my wife Sydney the other day. I'm like, you know, you get you get a roller coaster ride with camp, right? You're excited to see the guys, but you know what your body's going through. But you're excited to compete because you put your body through these tests in the off season to get to another level, and you want to see where you're at, right? And you want to stay healthy and all those things you can't control. You try not to worry about. But I think the one thing that you really like, it kind of hits you. Like, there's always stuff that goes on at camp that gets you to the next day. Like mm. there's always something going on, a competition, you know, in your locker room or a competition in, in, between your group or someone gets traded or someone gets cut, like r- who's right next to you in the locker room. You're like, oh, man, you know, the human effect comes into it where you really are like, holy shit, man, this <laughs> I'm yeah. in this league. Like, I still don't believe it. Like, I still remember, 
you know, going to sit with you guys and you guys would have me at the fanatic when I was at temple. And, you know, that's why I have my media company and all that really. Um, you know, and now we're working together, which is awesome. But like, I remember like walking in there and like sitting with Baldy and bicycle hammer and like, that was a great show that you Eugene guys did. the meat locker then. I was in the meat locker when yeah. went eating Wendy's with Baldy, you know, like, yeah. and Two I, chicken sandwiches, his buns. Yeah. It was great. And yeah. I was like in awe, man. The whole thing. I, <laughs> what else? It was, was Vi doing the haka? Vi <laughs> oh, uh, doing the haka oh, dance. Me. Oh, God. Vi? So, you know, but now I play in the league. It's crazy. You know, right. I Dude, that's got to be crazy. Like, like I talk to NHL players all the time. Before, you know, we're doing this, I, I talk to Morgan Frost. And in Canada, obviously, being a hockey player is a huge deal. But let's be really honest here. The NFL – when you look at the end of the year, the top 50 television programs and yeah. broadcasts that happen in a calendar year, invariably 47 to 49 of them are NFL broadcasts. Yeah. I mean, the, the the amount of interest in the league is insane. And you're playing in that. Like, that's it's, bananas, right? It's bananas. You know, I, I have a lot of people like to thank it. I'm not going to do that now, but like. I've been so fortunate to have like parents, like literally from a, as a child, be like, you want to do this? Okay. You can go do this. And mm-hmm. I know that's cliche and all that stuff, but like literally like, okay, this is what you want to do. Like, here's the roadmap that we know. And then if we don't know, we're going to find people to help you. And my mom like pulled me out of school when I was a kid. I'll never forget this. The giants won the super bowl. And before that, my mom's friend from Penridge high school, Tim Lewis sat behind her. He used to shoot spitballs in her hair. Tim was a first round pick out of pit. He was a part of the Lewis Riddick family, right. all that from Upper Bucks County. And like he like he was a first round pick at a pit, Green Bay, stopped playing because of a neck injury. And then he coached for the Steelers and the Giants when I was growing up. Well, he actually ended up getting let go by the Giants, but I was still supported the team and followed the team. I always wanted to be Jeremy Shockey. Mm-hmm. You know, I always wanted to be 80. And fast forward, I walked into my locker room with the Giants and number 80 was hanging in my locker and I didn't even pick my number, right. which is I have two fisted drinks like Jeremy Shockey, but you know, that's where it ends. Yeah. I would yeah. say, I would say the same, but that's where it ends with me too. I'll be honest with you. So, uh, you know, long story short, like my mom's like, you gotta be, you want to be in this league. You got to see what it, it, what the Mecca is and then see if that still matches your goals. Like that's how my parents always thought very entrepreneurial, very progressive. I thought, and they're like, we're going to take you to the Super Bowl. I remember my house phone ringing at like, a Super Bowl uh, parade. I went to the parade in New York, the ticker tape parade. And I remember my house phone ringing, my mom answering the phone in the morning. I was, you know, whatever old I was, 2006 or 2008. I forget which one it was. Maybe it'd be 06. So I was in like sixth grade. And the people, like the the principal complaining that it wasn't a good enough excuse to pull me out of school. And I'm like, my, my, my mom is telling the guy like, hey, no, it, it's a great excuse to pull my son out of school. I'm taking him to New York City to see a ticker tape parade for a team that just won the Super Bowl and he wants to play in the NFL. And, you know, people laugh at you and whatever. Mm-hmm. But that was like the mentality from when I was a kid. And it sounds cliche and corny, but like that's what it's been like to try to get to this mountain of what it's been. I don't know how some of these guys do it with no support. None. Mm-hmm. God bless yeah, them. Yeah. One of my best friends I have none, zero. I've been very blessed. So, you know, like I, literally it's how we met Harry and I, my dad being like, you want to be in radio? You want right. to be in You just finished a temple game and you're exhausted. You go introduce yourself to that guy. Right. You know, I, I remember mean, that. Yeah. You know, go, go meet him, you know, and you know, now we're buddies. So it's been, it's been a hell of a ride. Well, what was your reaction? Uh, 
to the Baker Mayfield signing. I mean, obviously you guys were on the phone. At some point it sort of had to sink in. You're like, wow, I got another quarterback. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, because the coaches love competition and there's a lot of competition in that Ooh. quarterback room right now. Ton. Yeah. I mean, it was funny. I was on Ross Tucker early today and Ross like, here comes Colin, like change, he's going to change himself from like the normal fun questions when you're talking about himself to like, now he's going to be, you know, professional and be like, you know, Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield are going to compete their hardest. You know, and right. I, I was laughing. I said, coach speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coach speak. Like I really, truly like don't have an opinion on like who's going to win or whatever. Cause that will right. all pan out. And I got enough shit to worry about. I can't be worried about other people. I got to protect and do my job. So my initial reaction was our team got better straight up. The team got better. Our team's gotten a lot better over the three year span. Like people are up and down and have their opinions of what happens. But the bottom line is like, a lot of like the coaches take a lot of responsibility because that's their job, but a lot of responsibilities on us as players and we just haven't played well enough. And I think they've gone out and got great players to come and join our team and the core that we have in Carolina that people don't even really know about, which is, I think a slight on some people in the media. It's like, how do you not know that we added Austin Corbett, Super Bowl winning guard. We added Bozeman, this best center available with the Ravens. We added Icky, the left tackle from NC state. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. you had no line issue. That's what people thought. Well, there you go. Yeah. Quarterback issue. You got PJ Walker, XFL MVP, Matt Corral from Old Miss, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. Like talk about competition. Right. And you get Christian McCaffrey back who was injured most of the year last year. And we had a foreman back from Tennessee who like brought Tennessee into the playoffs after they lost like Derrick Henry, like he became their feature back. So, Mm There's a lot of really good competition. Coach Rule said it. This is going to be a hard roster to make. So that's really good for the Panthers. We're flying on the radar. So to answer your question, Hare, I was like, boom, our team just got better. Like his, the way he carries himself, the chip on his shoulder, like that's how he is in person when you talk to him. He's just mm-hmm. a he's a normal guy. Like he's he's a former walk-on. Now with he, boulder he, on his shoulder. Did he reach out to you and all the other guys on the offense yet? Or does he wait until you all get together at camp for that? Well, I saw him at the little players retreat we had. And we, him and I went back and forth via text. I met him mm-hmm. at the Maxwell Awards 2000, uh, what is that, probably 18, when he won it. Um, when, was it when was that first Fair round? Of the year, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, it was, you know, he's just, like I said, he's a, just a, he's like a former walk on who mm-hmm. became a Heisman Trophy winner. You know, like that's who he is. Like, he yeah, doesn't have great. a chip, chip on his shoulder, is a boulder. Yeah. And like, he doesn't Didn't have he start any- at Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah, that, that's their right. Quarterback yeah. room was loaded. It was like Mahomes, him, Mahomes, uh, what's his name, Davis Webb, second round pick, right? Right, who was yeah, a cow. Yeah. Like they had right. like five guys in that room, and then Coach Kingsbury, obviously. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's. I'm looking forward to it, man. I I love our team, and and I've said that every year, but every year it's like you could see it take leaps. Um, so excited to see what happens. Wow, that's crazy. Let's talk about what we're doing together because you got not for long media. And, like, dude, I'm so impressed. Like, you you got all that going on. Baker Mayfield, NFL, you know, you're living out the dream playing in the NFL. But you don't just sit around in the offseason and you just spoke to it a little bit, like the support that you got. And it's very rare to me, Colin. I've been in this game for 28 years. I know Harry's been in a long time as well. We don't see many guys that – are responsible in setting themselves up post-playing when they're playing. And you started Not For Long Media. You have your own podcast. You have other podcasts. You got a network going now. And, I mean, this isn't something that just your name's on. 
and you do you are involved your feet is in you know you're making the meatloaf in the ground meat you are in every element of the company and i think that's awesome and we're so happy here at ogs to be partnering up with you guys because it's a first class operation but how did it all start like i mean because you're growing this thing it's just going to get bigger and bigger and we're, we're thrilled to be part of it oh thank you guys yeah we're we're jacked to have ogs a part of not for long media a, because you guys are just awesome guys and friends and you have an awesome product of what you do. But it all started when I got cut from the Giants and I was at home and I had an emergency appendectomy and I couldn't like run. I couldn't like almost sweat, really. I remember literally walking like 12 miles around Doylestown, like to neighborhood. And I'm from Doylestown, neighborhoods. I walked through the Doylestown airport. Like I was just walking aimlessly with headphones in, probably listening to your guys' show and just Why? doing something. Yeah. <laughs> just doing something because I couldn't do anything for two weeks with emergency appendectomy. And they're like, hey, you cannot do shit. You know, and my agent's like, don't do anything. You can't afford to go backwards. So I'm like, I just in best shape of my life. I get cut because emergency epidectomy. I can't stop. What do I got to do? Well, I got to get my feet moving, like you said. And I'm like, well, NFL stands for not for long. I actually was at friend Ventresca's in Doylestown, which a lot of oh yeah. Well, football players, you know, get outfitted by and Frank and the people over there are awesome people, great family business. And, uh, was in the store and I was walking by and he said to somebody I was with, he's like, Hey, you know, NFL stands for not for long. I'm like, bang, there it is. And I knew that before I've always heard not for long, but I was like, shit, okay, I'm going to start the not for long podcast. Well, turned in six years later to a media company and we're a media company now that have, you know, inquire, you know, acquired just good people in town and friends. We got new podcast, Bourbon with Friends, Ah G's, Colin Thompson Show, Breaking Bats. Let's see, Two Girls, One League, which is a new podcast coming out that's going to be just killer. Uh, we haven't disclosed really much about that yet, but a big radio host in Philadelphia who's a female fem uh, media host. She'll be joining us with a friend of mine who's a freaking football whiz. And then uh, we have a Brought to Light podcast, which would be a military podcast and raise awareness for that. We have some other two in the in the oven too. So we're, we're grinding. I mean, we... We're grinding. We have an awesome team. I've been able to connect over the years. We've given young kids a platform to create content and work and meet people like yourselves, you know, get hooked up with, you know, people that are professionals in the business and build their resume. And, you know, we have a little media kind of mini bar stool for lack of better terms and trying to kind of grow up kind of a hub for people to come and watch content and really one-stop shop. So it's been, it's been quite the journey and we're jacked to have you guys a part of it because you guys have been mentors in my life and, you know, you've always helped me along the way and I got to kind of see how it's done and I uh, really appreciate you guys being a part of it. That's awesome, man. We're glad to be here. Um, look forward to, you know, whatever the, the future presents. I mean, who knows? I mean, this this industry, you know, is just exploding and expanding. Oof. You know, it, it almost seems like weekly. Uh, yeah. So, you know, new media, I guess, is what they still call it. I, you know, and it, it's just it presents so many different opportunities and especially, you know, around sports and and sports gaming now, which is becoming legal throughout the country. It's it's the opportunities are endless. They really are. It's it's a bear and we're all just trying to get our hands on it. And mm -hmm. it's it's covered in freaking baby oil and Vaseline. And you can't really it's like the watermelon in the pool when you're a kid. You know, you can't you can't, <laughs> you can't grab grip it. on it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now we're going to do video content. Well, okay. Mm -hmm. We got to do, you need a TikTok, or you, or you're not even relevant. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? I don't want a TikTok. I don't want to be addicted to it. So I have our team run my TikTok Cause I can't, I can only do so much and I am spread not thin. I don't like that term, but I'm, I have a lot of interest right. and I think I manage my time pretty well. Uh, so 
I'm like, I don't need a TikTok. So right. we, we run that, you know? So there's so many different things that go on the algorithms. Like we talked about off the, like above my pay grade, let's have a plan. Let's bring some freaking good people in and roll and it's cliche and all this stuff. And I'm, but that's like how good things are done, you know? And, and the cool part about it is we can do it all virtually. You know, we have a team of right. 15 people, 20 people between hosts and kind of content creators and not for long. And personally, I probably only met in person half of them. Hmm. So that's the world we have to live in. And we have a functional media company with website and YouTube pages. And so it's been fun, man. I, I'm learning along the way. Our team's learning along the way. Uh, you know, everybody has other jobs and other things going on, but we make time, we make do, and it's going to be a fun year. I mean, awesome year in the NFL, MLB's getting hot at the yeah. right time. College football. College Can't wait for football. that. Yeah. You know I mean? that. Yeah. All that drama with NIL now. It's like the right. gift that keeps on giving every fall, every year, every off season becomes the next best off season. If we notice that, right. Like, mm-hmm. but it's true. Like people are just trading Kachuk from Ottawa to Florida in the hockey world. Like that doesn't happen right. for like another hundred point score. And now in the NH- NFL, we're signing quarterbacks to mega deals. Yeah. Like, that and and you know whether whatever's going on like Deshaun didn't play last year right so like that's a whole nother storyline and then and Durant's you know, still available Durant right like, yeah you know what I yeah mean? like it's like, bananas and as of today apparently the Celtics might be the the front runners for Kevin yeah. Durant according and the NBA is like thank you yeah. God like right. Boston like this is Boston and Philly is going to be chaos right? right so the golf live golf right you know. March Madness is crazy. NIL is like a topic that never gets old. So mm-hmm. you got USC and UCLA and the Big Ten now Big starting Ten. a couple of years. I mean, it's yeah. just mayhem. It's absolute mayhem. mayhem. It's Big Ten. It's more like Big 50 at this point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's exactly. ridiculous. It's a joke, really. Oh, my <laughs> God. I remember when Penn State joined, it was like, okay, Big 11. Mm-hmm. Now now yeah. it's – I mean, that was what, 90 That was in the I want to 90s, say when they joined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, join the big 10 but it's it is crazy um kyle man thanks for doing this man thanks for your faith in us we appreciate it so much and we're looking forward to it and we're gonna do uh we got this one episode here coming out for july and then harry and i are gonna get back to work a little bit and we'll go to weekly coming up in august as we go get back ready to for weekly, football yeah. yeah and uh you know get, get the grind going again and you know before you know it we'll have Thursday night football, mm-hmm. you know, college football Monday, all day, Monday, Friday, Saturday, and all day Sunday and NFL and Monday night football. And then boom, the hockey season and the NBA season and college. It's all kicking 80 all days ball. until the flyers drop the puck for real. Uh, I mean, it yeah. just seems like there's no off season anymore. The barn's going to be empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of pissed off people. There's oh, no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. But let me ask you about that. Like playing for a team with low expectations, though, as a player is almost a good thing. It's because coaches love there and Tortorella does too. But every coach in the world, and I imagine coach rules a guy because he coached a temple, is an us against the world mentality. That's yeah. the easiest card for a coach to play. Isn't Same it? way at Baylor when he took Baylor over. It was Absolutely. an us against the world yep. mentality. I mean, we got booed at Temple. And I remember bringing it up on the field, Tulane. We went uh, three and out our first drive after we like beat that. I think one of the one of the good years there, last two years that were really good. And they people booed us off the field. We had like forty thousand. It was like a good turnout, especially when you play Tulane or thirty thousand. Right. And we got booed off the field, and everyone, and he's like, "Listen to these people. Like, this is the this is the world we live in. So it's all this is all we have. Even when we're at our best, mm-hmm. people are still gonna 
So it's just us. And we got tighter. And they beat the drum to it. Players there, too. Beat the drum about it's just us. And I was like, man, in Florida, it was like us and the 100,000 behind us. Like, right. Yeah, the and, swamp. <laughs> and another million people that are drove into town that are, like, chucking me beers as I'm walking home. And I played only 10 snaps. Like, mm-hmm. like that place was a poof. That, talk about that place is an incredible place to play college football. But And they all are in their yeah. own way. You know, I loved playing in Philly. It was awesome. But, yeah, man, it's it, mm-hmm. it's truly us against the world. I think the one thing that Flyers fans are just frustrated by is, like, where's the direction? That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. if they were going to tank or be competitive, okay, great. But now it's like, wait, what? I think that's the one thing that I think people are really, really Scratch. deep down in messaging. Yeah, I think the messaging has missed the mark of, yeah. of what they're trying to do. And, yeah. And – I, I, I try not to get caught up in the messaging. I always say, never listen to what a coach or a general manager says. Just go by what they do. But even what they did was a little confusing and mixed message in, yeah. in their actions. So, Well, if you um, see those two teams in the cup finals play, you talk about light years away uh, oh. from, from that type of hockey. I mean, that was an amazing performance from both you know of the those amazing teams. thing about that is, Harry? Yeah. In 2016-17, the Colorado Avalanche – with Nathan McKinnon, Dabi, Rico Red, Gabriel Ediska, were the worst team in the NHL yeah. by 41 standings points. Yeah. And then How's the Flyers gave him a present and didn't draft Kale McCarr. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, ended up, right. they, they, they ended up losing the lottery and drafting fourth. Mm-hmm. So he sure goes first to the Devils who won the lottery. Nolan Flyers Patrick from to the 13 Flyers. To two. Yep. Yeah. Patrick, because of the core injury, wasn't taken one, was taken two. He would have been one had he not had the core injury and surgery prior to the draft. And then at three, Dallas takes uh, Heiskanen. And then at four, just sitting there, is Bobby Orr. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Who's playing junior A. It isn't even playing in the top leagues. But this dude is just a farm animal on the ice. Yeah. And they get him to add to McKinnon and Landeskog and all those guys. And Kadri and all that whole thing. I mean, that team is absolutely a total wagon. Yeah. And Lightning really could have, you know, made the argument they could have won as well if, if three years in a row to the finals. Yeah. Completely healthy. Like, oh, <laughs> the they were Flyers so beat could up. Not be closer. The argument is like, how many of those Flyers players could actually play on those teams? Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. like you got guys, huge question marks like Couturier coming off back surgery. I mean, what? What are you at 29 coming off back surgery? I know medical science has advanced quite a bit, but back, I'm surgery, optimistic. back surgery. I'm optimistic about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. But like where everybody else, like, you know. I think that's a topic for the Stick to Hockey podcast. No, Aaron's like, that's enough of this. Let's keep it. <laughs> the hockey minute is the over. The hockey minute is over. We had overtime, Harry. Nick Foles or Carson Wentz. <laughs> Our hockey minute went to a three-on-three uh, overtime and a shootout. <laughs> Let's talk about the Phillies. Is a team uh, better without Joe Girardi? Six one zero. Yep. Oh, geez, oh man. Oh, jeez. Well, we're gonna yep. get into that. Well, a lot going on in Phillies land these days. Yep. Colin, man, thanks for doing this. Uh, we'll be a part of the Not for Long uh, Network uh, going forward. We appreciate uh, you. We appreciate you. Have a great time at camp, man. Good luck and and have a great season. Appreciate you guys, man. Thanks yeah. Best of luck to you. Thanks, boys. There we go, Har. How about us uh, joining? Not for long media. It's our closest we're going to get to joining the NFL. That's right. Yeah, us <laughs> us with the moniker NFL right next to our names. Who, who would ever have thought that? Can we get the NFL paycheck, Harry? 
Now, I think it's N4L, I think, is, is, yeah. is how Colin goes about it to avoid any trademark issues. But we're N4L. Yes. I, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. Now, can yeah. I get the pension? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can I get the comp? <laughs> he's an impressive guy, man. Because oh, yes. Yeah. He's grinding away on a pro NFL, you know, career. Mm-hmm. And all, and he's been doing this a while now, too. Right. Setting himself up for his post-playing days. There's a maturity to that. Yep. And a guy that you know that. I mean, like we started working with them a little bit ago mm-hmm. and we're getting, we're on these texts with all these people and they're sending clips and all this stuff. It's fucking great. Yeah. I mean, it's really like, a, like a, you know, it's almost like you have a staff. Yeah. Which, which is really weird. Cause I didn't think that that was ever going to be the case again, but I, you know, I got staff to know him. infection maybe. Huh? <laughs> I got to know Colin and his family his his, his mom and dad and, and so forth down at uh, doing the Temple games years ago when I would do the games. And he always had an interest in broadcasting. So, you know, it kind of not take him under my wing. I'm not one of those guys, but like, like, you know, kind of brought him in there and showed him, you know, what goes on. This is, you know, this meet this guy and meet the, you know what I mean? And then I brought him yeah. into the radio station and so forth. And so he's always had this, this itch. And, uh, you know, I think he's setting himself up, you know, for a post football playing career uh in some sort of uh broadcasting you know vein so good for good for him and i'm glad to be a part of it yeah yeah he's a great guy and yep. um, we're very happy we're going to go back to once a week starting in august right getting ready for the nfl season and uh it'll be a lot of fun and we'll have and we'll have an even closer eye now if you will on the carolina panthers mm-hmm. yeah so, what a quarterback room they're gonna have well yeah. i don't know i don't know how this is all gonna pan out because i'll be honest I mean, I know Colin's never going to say, you know, anything negative about a teammate. Uh, so I'll do it. I'm not the biggest Baker Mayfield fan. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been. And I think, you know, that's on Darnold though. Well, Darnold, I mean, come on, uh, you know, since he petered out with the jets, you're thinking, well, you know, he's obviously got some big time talent because he was evaluated as a number one overall pick. Okay. Yeah. Maybe going to the jets, you know, has ruined many a player. A lot of yeah. times these players just go to the wrong organizations and they can sort of never get it back. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he did not look good last year with Carolina. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, he got yeah. benched. Yep. Uh, so, you know, they don't make the move for Baker Mayfield. This tells you all they need, all you need to know about what they yep. think right now, is Sam Darnold. Uh, and then they've drafted, uh, uh, corral out of Ole Miss, you know, mm-hmm. as a as an understudy to all this because there's no guarantees with Baker Mayfield either. Yeah, I mean, you a, know, a lot of variables there. Really, so that, that's where like you go. Okay, how do they feel about Sam Darnold? Don't listen to what they say. Listen to what they do. Watch what they do. Yeah, yes, exactly. and the fact exactly. that they went out and got Baker Mayfield tells you that they're not sold. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the crazy thing about this is, and I, you know, everybody knows I wanted Matt Rule to succeed, and I still do. Uh, but he could have just stayed with Teddy Bridgewater for a year or two and yep. not done all these crazy trades and given up, you know, capital to go get these other quarterbacks. I mean, where would they have been if, had they just stayed with Teddy Bridgewater for a season or two and, and see where the, you know, see where they, cause Teddy Bridgewater is every bit as good to me as what Baker Mayfield has done. Yep. And, I mean, really. and obviously more so than Darnold. Even. Yes, yes. I mean, he's more higher pedigree guy as an NFL guy right now. Yeah, yeah. Darnold comes into the league with that high pedigree. Right now, but he that goes away over a quick. lot. USC. That was always the knock. He threw yep. a lot of picks. In fact, didn't he play Penn State in a bowl, a Rose Bowl game or something? Yep. He threw a couple in that game, if I remember correctly. Well, but look that, at the last bunch of USC quarterbacks: Harry mm, Barkley, Stanchez, Liner. Yeah, yeah. 
Yep. It, there's a, a long history of a lot of college success out there at USC, but not NFL Doesn't success. translate necessarily to the, to the next level. Nope. A- absolutely. All right. Let's uh, let's put a wrap on this. Let's tell everybody about Bet Parks again. We're going to go back to once a week in August. We won't be next week. I'll be down the shore next week. Right. I'm going down to Ocean City, Maryland for the first time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. I've been to Ocean City, Maryland. Oh, I've always uh, used to go down there. That's where we went as a family in my, you know, elementary school, high school days. Okay. So I was always going down to the Delaware beaches and Ocean City, Maryland, like that whole strip down there from like Dewey to uh, Dewey Beach, uh, Delaware Seashore State Park, which is where we used to stay. We'd camp down there right on the beach at Indian nice. River Inlet, which is about six miles south of Dewey. And then I think you get Bethany Beach, Fenwick Island, and then you're in Ocean City, Maryland. Bam! Right there. Yeah, it's Yeah, we're going to go down to Assateague and check that out. Sure, that's further down. Yeah, Chicoteague, Assateague, Virginia. Yep, absolutely. So looking forward to that. And then we'll be back to once once a week after that uh, as we lead into football, the fall, and everything else. And make sure you get the Bet Parks app. Harold, what was the play you had again? Plus 1,800. Cameron Young on the uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit. Cam Young plus 1,800-odd parks. All right, so get that on the Bet Parks app this weekend and uh, start to look at your futures. There you go. Harris showing it right yeah. now. Uh, get them in on the futures, uh, whether it's uh, the Eagles or the Panthers or anybody else in the NFL. Both player futures, team futures, win totals, you name it, it's all there. And take it from us. Uh, Bet Parks app is everything you want in a mobile casino and sports book. Easy to use, easy to sign up, faster to win than ever before. And right now, all Bet Parks users can use the promo code Jason750, Jason750, and you get a risk free bet up to $750. Terms and conditions do apply. So download the new Bet Parks app today. You need to be over 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, we're back in two weeks and we'll start the grind, man. We'll get back at it. Maybe some. Shit will actually be going on. Let's go. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and review. A five-star rating and review. And uh, we'll be back in uh, two weeks for episode 29. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.